0: You're listening to Snowbound. We're in Denver, Colorado at SIA. We're here at the Fisher booth with the president of Fisher North America, Ryan Leach. Ryan, great to chat with you.
1: Uh, Great to be here. This is awesome. This is where it all goes down, right here today, SIA.
0: So the show, you've been how busy this week?
1: Busy is an understatement. It's uh, nonstop. It's just fully motivated uh, people here for the industry, uh, retailers alike, athletes alike are here just really trying to see what's new what's hot for coming up for sixteen, seventeen, for next winter uh, it's been extremely busy for us as a brand uh, we're launching into a new sector of the market and people are really starting to respond to our brand which has been phenomenal so we've been really busy
0: now, the ski industry has been nailed the last couple of years i mean there's been no snow out on the west coast how are you guys surviving it's like we're bringing out sixteen, seventeen equipment but I mean, sales had to really be lagging the last few years.
1: You know, it's interesting, because uh, as you know, I've been sitting in the West, been in Utah for you know, two, since 2002. Last year, Utah and the West, as you know, California and no, the Northwest have been actually decimated with no snow. And just the water impact is huge. And in Utah, lowest snow on record. Uh, still was able to make up some business, because we're from the East Coast to the West Coast. The West Coast is very much uh, resort-based. So people traveling to mm-hmm. that sector of the market, so Aspen, Beaver Creek, Jackson Hole, Park City, uh, people are traveling to resorts, resorts, so Rental Demo has been a saving grace for us, getting products on the oh. hill, not so much focusing on retail, uh, but having the, one of the best years in the East Coast last year, you know, so they were able their retail sales helped cover some portion of the West, so now it's a complete opposite this year, whereas, you know, this year, The entire west is covered, which is outstanding. And we're
0: about to get covered even more. Exactly, (laughs) which is awesome.
1: But, you know, to have the East Coast, you know, it's uh, it's a struggle. You know, they are truly dependent on snow and hasn't been even warm enough in cases to make snow. So it's really trying. It's one thing to have it Mother Nature not provide, but also not being cold to make snow. That's a real harsh reality. And, And I feel very good because our brand is... Trying to protect ourselves and and work with our special retail partners to have relevant products in conditions that we're dealing with today mega snow in the west no snow low snow in the east and try to have our, have our products there not just so focus on one part of the market but trying to cover the entire u.s market
0: i've had a long time relationship with fisher about 10 years love the skis but what is it that really makes skis different I mean, you come in, uh, you know, they're boards that hook onto your feet. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. What makes them different? It's all about the construction, meaning how the ski is laid up in the factory. So think about the base, which you're gliding on the snow, the black part, or the yellow part, which is actually touching the snow, and then all the way to the top sheet. It's between the top sheet and the base is what really makes the ski perform the way it's supposed to. Um, And there's a lot of um, technology that goes into it, a lot of design, a lot of research and development and really trying to judge a particular uh, category of ski, it's pretty interesting to see how it reacts on the snow. Because is the, the day of the age of everyone saying, you have a one ski quiver, is that reality? For sure, it can be. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately right now, the market, the way uh, companies are de- designing products, uh, it's really the ultimate two ski quiver. So you have your everyday kind of go-to ski that you can, you know, bluebird day, maybe three, four, five inches of snow, get around, ski some bumps, the trees, on the groomer, wherever you want, but you have those surprise days when, like we had yesterday in Jackson Hole, 17 inches overnight, today I think Beaver Creek, they said 15, like, well, you got a a particular ski for that, you better go enjoy it, because it's going to be in your face deep, so enjoy it.
0: Time to pull out the Rangers. Yes, sir, the Ranger 108,
1: (laughs) the 122, my friend, make it happen. Great skis.
0: Well, that's, yeah, I mean, I want to get a nice teaching ski, something that I can get out, teach any level on, and be comfortable, Mm -hmm. but then You do want to have those other skis that are a lot of fun to go play on.
1: Absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, growing up racing myself, you know, tight turns. and really know how to throw a ski down the hill. But having the ability to ski all day and not be completely wiped out. Say you come out to uh, Vail Resorts or you come out to Telluride or Jackson Hole or somewhere in the west from the East Coast or if you're skiing the East Coast all day long for four or five days in a row, you want to feel fresh. And I think that's the talking board. Skis are getting lighter. Uh, but also torsion is more stable. So you can enjoy the entire day. You know, skiing from bell to bell, nine to four, five, four or five days in a row. Not many people can do that. And I've watched these skiing instructors, they go out there and do this, you know, their job for 100 plus days a year. They got to be on the right gear so they can survive.
0: (laughs) So is there a one quiver boot or do you encourage people to branch out in their boot selection as well?
1: Well, that's, uh, that's the, That's a loaded question.
0: That's why I asked. That's a very loaded question.
1: (laughs) Everyone should have four pair of boots. No. The reality is uh, it's held by demographic, meaning uh, if you're going to be skiing in the resort all day every day, one boot is going to be great. As long as you have the right fit, the flex, that's critical to everyone's uh, performance on the hill. Uh, As an industry, I think it's been very interesting to see how Boots to become the major talking point because it, it is the most important part of the entire skiing process is ski boots. You have to have the right fit. Uh, you gotta have the right, right flex. But knowing that if you have foot problems, either from an accident or injury or just human nature the way your foot shape is, is having someone take a look at your foot and matching the boot with your, your leg. It's really important. You just can't buy it off the internet and try to hope you're gonna get the right fit because typically what happens is you're buying a boot too big. It's kind of an oxymoron. You want to have the tightest, most comfortable fit. I said tightest, (laughs) most comfortable fit. It doesn't sound right, but it means so much because if your boot is one size or two sizes too big, think about your foot banging around the inside of a box. You have no control of the ski. You can't steer the ski, and it's actually doing more damage to your foot than any good. You want a nice, tight, comfortable fit, and having somebody look at your foot in a special retail store I highly recommend
0: it. Now, let's really get into Fisher. I, I always think Fisher Race, Nordic. I mean, you guys are so big in Nordic. Mm-hmm. Um, RC4, Yellow Boots. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we love Yellow. I do love Yellow, it's my favorite color, so it's good. <laughs> but you've got some great product out there. Mm-hmm. Why don't we hear about that quite as much as the race side?
1: Well, race is obviously very important. It's our heritage. As you know, we're an Austrian-based ski company. Uh, When somebody wins on the World Cup over in Europe, instantly, the next day, that brand will be selling skis. So it's it's like having a Ferrari in the warehouse. The best ski with the best performance, the best edge grip, the best torque stability. It is basically a Ferrari on snow. And there's a market there, obviously. As kids, we all ski race. I grew up ski racing. I know you ski race and... We love, it. obviously, Steve Nyman, who I've known for years, and my relationship with Fisher, just, you know how it is. We love skiing, or racing, I should say. But coming over to the retail side I mean, you've got your all-mount skis, your twin-tip skis, your pipe-and-park skis. There's always these other categories of skis, Uh, and in our lineup, we have not done a very good job as a complete brand to really step up and represent to the marketplace how good our other products are. Nordic, we are number one globally, and we'll never go away from that. We are dedicated to that side of the market and we have amazing products and i hate i love to say is that there is technology that has come from the nordic side that is now coming into our alpine line really absolutely direct correlation over there what we learned in that side is, uh, especially think about touring segment we've got a lot uh. of excursion skis over there so approach skis using that lightweight technology and skin technology is now coming into our touring segment which really is the key part to going to our alpine skis so touring has become a big talking point in the entire industry mm-hmm. uh, where it used to be that the niche brands, like you say, Garma, Scarpa, Dinafit, Black Diamond, that is their world because they're purists. They were starting to make boots and gear to come into our side, the major, major brand market, and didn't have really the legs to develop a true alpine uh-huh. in boot, boots or products. So now the flip is all these major brands, including Fischer, has said, well, we do our, we're already there on the Nordic side. We make lightweight, lightweight products. Let's make our own boots. Let's make our own skins. Let's make our own lightweight skis because we are the manufacturer. And so we're taking over a spot to have that segment between Nordic being number one and crossing over to the AT, the Hannibal series, into our Rangers and our Pro Mountains. And to kind of really speak on why you even heard more about our inline skis, as we call it, it's just we haven't had the market penetration that we really need in the right avenues, especially in the West. You know, getting people to come to these major resorts, get the opportunity to try our skis, and demo them and rent them. That's how I got hooked up Fisher some 10 years ago, 15 years ago. My first time with Fisher. I've been with another brand my entire life. I wrote letters to the company. I want to be a rep for you. Not knowing what that meant. <laughs> But it wasn't until I got out to Colorado and I realized what reps were and what other companies were out there. And that until I skied my first Fisher, I was like, oh, my God, there's other stuff on the market. And I was hooked around the gates my first day on Fisher. And
0: it's we, all, been- we all know what reps are. You guys get to <laughs> ski all the time. You get free stuff. It's a dream job, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Huge <laughs> dream, my friend. <laughs> Your facial expression Dreaming. does not matter <laughs> <words. laughs> Oh, as I've said before, you know, my family, I love them to death, Um, don't really understand what I do. I think they, just like you said, they think I ski all day and hang out and drink a bunch of beers and just send it all day long. I wish that was the dream. (laughs) The sense of reality is it is truly a business. Uh, It's hard work. Uh, The way I treat being a rep is I've been a rep for 15-plus years before I got this opportunity to run Fisher U.S. as a president. Uh, It's really neat to see... The response from the shop kid level to your friends, the quiver of 80 plus pairs of skis in my garage. UPS guy comes to my house, drops them off. He's like, "What do you do for business?" I explain to him, and he, everyone just falls over backwards. But it's a really fun thing because growing up in the East Coast uh, for so many years, ski racing I New skiings of Passion, which is interesting because East Coast typically has harder, firmer snow, but we're so passionate, dedicated about skiing, and a lot of us have moved west and taking that passion from the East Coast and moved to west. To want to be involved in the ski industry and to be a rep, because we're passionate skis. We grew up with skis basically in our mouth. We want to share the sense of touching the consumers and share our passion, because it is fun. And it's unique to slide a Mother Nature's gift of snow. It's a really neat thing to be out there. But yeah, to be a rep is glorified, but it, it is a job. And you are out there working the relationships, and what you see today could be gone tomorrow. There's no guarantees. The market is very highly competitive. A lot of amazing products in the market today. From all brands that are out there. It's a great time to be a consumer uh, and a participant in skiing today. And so, it's been a real challenge, but it, the, I would never trade it for the rest the rest of my life. This is the best thing I've ever done in my life.
0: Now, let's get into the competitive side of ski sales and production. Um, how, what is Fisher's plan to build business in the West, Colorado, Pacific Northwest, California? Yeah. So. We're Sorry, at, I left out Utah. And yeah, Utah Utah's
1: a good place, too. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, the West is, uh, you know, right now, Colorado's our main focus. Oh, yeah. it is? Yeah. Colorado going to be our number one focus. Um, just for a sense of urgency for us as a brand, when people think of skiing in the U.S., the first thing that the majority of people think of is Colorado. Was it Colorado, Ski Country, USA? That's, how, that's why I moved West. I just kept hearing Aspen, Vale. Aspen, Vale. as a kid growing up, not knowing it was, my sisters moved to Aspen in the 70s, had an amazing time. I knew that was an experience I had to have, knowing I love skiing. And forever I've known that Carl leads the entire U.S. in trends. Yes, it's the entire West, but really there's so much going on here from uh, the industry. As far as resorts, companies are here, the, the sheer volume of people that come here to ski that will live here uh, but also the variation of terrain that's here, between Crest Butte, Tiger Ride, um, you know, Winter Park, Steamboat, Vail, Beaver Creek, everything that's here, there's so much going on here, we need to be a part of it. And we're restructuring, we're reorganizing here, uh, we're going to put a lot of uh, concentration into Colorado, and that's going to help us bleed out to the rest of the country. Uh, like so a lot of my reps, going back to the rep aspect, my Midwest reps, my New England reps, my Mid-Atlantic reps have all said, you've got to get Colorado going because my customers and my retailers all come out oh. here and they come out here to ski for the show. They come out here for vacation. When their stores are done in March, they're driving and flying to Colorado in the West to go ski because there's still snow. So it's really important for us to be here to put our stake and put our flag in the ground. And as you know, a lot of ski companies have, have picked up. And moved from the East Coast because all the ski companies used to be based out of New England and now they're all predominantly out here in the West would be Utah or Colorado. It's really going on here. So for us, it's a it's a clear message from uh, our US organization, but also Europe, that we need to be a player and represent them very, very well in Colorado. But the goal there is to not be in every single store. That's not our that's not our that's not our plan, that's not Fisher. We are an independent specialty ski manufacturer that wants to be with the right partners. Are you one
0: of the few independents?
1: We are one of the few independent brands. We're not owned by a corporation, shareholders, stockholders, board members. we You're are not. We are owned by the Fisher, Joseph Fisher family. That's why I came to Fisher. It's a family business. Our passionate, innovators. Fisher has had so many, so many innovations within the ski industry that a lot of the consumers don't even know about. The industry knows about it, and they've followed us and maybe perfect a little bit further than we have, because they have you know, maybe more reserves in the tank, but really, as a brand, Fisher has led on so many levels, from Nordic to Touring to the Alpine line, the kids' line, to race. I mean, you look over on the wall, you get the holes in the tips. Oh, yeah. How many other companies followed us in the retail side with hollow tips? <laughs> we were already there. <laughs> but that's what's exciting. It's not so much, we don't, we're don't we not gonna continue to innovate. This is about us getting people and getting people to expose exposed to our brands and we're going to spend those dollars, the marketing dollars, into shop kids, demo rental centers, and having that on-hill experience be all about Fisher.
0: Now, I think Fisher has made huge bounds in top skins and graphics on the all-mountain skis, and I mean, I know that's Not the important part of the ski, but I think it is for someone who's maybe new to the sport. They want to see something that really catches their eye. Mm -hmm. And I know 10 years ago, um, my daughter, who's now an instructor in Utah, but when she was much younger, I was going to get her some Fisher skis, and she was like, Dad, no, I want these with the octopus on them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That is a loaded question. That's a... And again, that's why I asked her. graphics matter for sure. Is it the end all be all? Absolutely not. Uh, but as we're all consumers in today's digital age and technology age, impressions—that first visual impression—really does matter. It does. Now.
0: And go, for me, growing up, it's the yellow boot and RC Four. I mean, I saw that and it was like, Bam, that's the ski. Happen.
1: Exactly. But it, the race side for sure. We've definitely we're loud and proud with our black and yellow schemes, and I'm all about it because it's. You can see it, you know what it is. Especially now with the, the racing yellow base. I mean that thing glows. So everyone's like, What's that ski? On the retail side, it's you know, you you wanna be conservative but also aggressive, but also colorful and playful, but not you know have a bunch of pink rosy flowers on all the women's skis, because women don't everyone thinks us guys who are developing these skis for these women, obviously we don't know a few things about colors. <laughs> Let's be honest. But we're trying to make it more palpable but also just keep it simple and i think that's what we're trying to do is not trying to be these uh loaded graphics where it's got all these neon yellows or say oranges and things of our days in the past we've been very uh european looking we have a certain image we want to have here in the u.s it's different have a separation to the european market the u.s market we're a little more subdued over here not as loud and proud that we'll except for race we'll still we'll still still be there but on the other side, some blacks and some toned down graphics and keep it a collection story for graphics. And we're never going to be the company that's going to have all this uh, beautiful art, drawings, elaborate detail in the graphics. I think it's always going to be true to Fisher being an Austrian-based ski company. But do it in a way that's clean and unique and really what we've taken the steps to do is engage with the retailers, ask them, what graphics do you want to see on the skis? So we're actually showing graphics before the skis get into production. And I think that's a that's a willingness from our brand to say that we are, we want to hear from our partners, uh, listen to consumers, and help create the brand image that they want to see and the, what they want to sell and what they want to buy. And I think that it shows that our independent family of Fisher, we are listening to the consumers, and we're changing along with the retailers to make sure it's something that, that they're going to want to continue to support and get people out there and have it have them feel they're part of the process instead of here's our ski go sell it, and that's the day of the old. So. This is now, I'm coming to year three of this new process, and I think it's really exciting, because it, it makes a huge difference, because when you, when you feel like you're part of the brand, and get to help change and influence, and you, you, you know, as you give an opinion to somebody, whether it be good or bad, if you see that the process has changed because of your opinion, you feel like you're vested. And that's really exciting. And we're listening to the consumers, and listening to our retail partners, and making it appealing for them, and they're really becoming part of our family.
0: And what's been your reception here at uh, SIA this year? Outstanding. Has it? Outstanding.
1: Uh, I was caution- cautiously optimistic for my first role as not being an independent rep, but in being in charge of the booth and being in charge of the products and the whole U.S. operation uh, with the support of my internal team. We all had our kind of matrix because we've already, we already have kind of a pulse of what's going on because we have been at some shows already before this, outdoor retail or Salt Lake. There's more Nordic and kind of touring, not so much Alpine. Uh, We were at a buying group show down in Fort Worth, Texas last week of all places selling skis down there. Uh, And there's also been presentations held in the fall. And the reception to our brand has been warmer than years past. And we've already seen orders for next year uh, from this show. And we're now resonating with new dealers, which is exciting for us. So anytime I have reps send me new dealer applications... That means we're winning, and we're signing on new retailers. And that means we're having growth. And I can tell you we're probably going to open up, I think, what I'm looking at right now is maybe between 20 and 30 new dealers in the country. So I'm I'm fired up. I'm fired up to be here at Fisher. Uh, There's a lot of positivity in our our arena. And we're going to have some amazing products uh, being showcased on the Hill in these demo sectors I've been talking about in Colorado and also the West, but also my guys in the East Coast. My East Coast guys here, can you imagine sitting in, in, with green grass in January and Christmas at 65, 70 degrees, and I'm the new guy and I'm all fired up coming from the west where there's snow and I've been out there for many years, telling these guys get excited to go sell next year stuff. And they like, Look at me like, are you kidding me, dude? I'm like, yeah, guys. Stuff is still gonna get bought. We need to go out there and reassure ourselves as a brand that we're still here and we just can't sit in our butts and not do it. We still gotta get out there and go and by the middle part of the show the majority of my east coast, mid-Atlantic New England guys were fired, we're fired up fired up. Wow. fired up, getting new dealers current dealers were either staying staying where they were but they're just happy uh, that it just all points are going north and that's exciting and this, we're not looking for this explosion growth, we want to have consistent growth in the key sectors that we are targeting so we can be here another 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road but we have to build the foundations now and really we're building towards towards 17, 18 so that's really two winners away and that's how in our building right now where yes, we're getting excited for next year but not forgetting about what we have currently this year we still have inventory out there in our retailers we want to make sure we have their back and maintain this, have good sell-through, get good margins so when they receive this new order next fall the momentum continues but really what our focus is, 17, 18, we have a whole new surge coming because the Fisher family, go back to the independent brand, has reinvested back into his own company because he's so passionate about skiing. When I heard that through the interview process, I was so motivated to get here because you don't hear about that. Independent brand, you know, his family's owned it, going along. personal money, drove it back in the company. He's like, we got to go.
0: Well, Ryan Leach, president of Fisher North America, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to visit with us.
1: Absolutely. Fun to be here. It's uh, exciting. Now it's game time because we're literally one hour from closing down SIA. You know what that means? What's that mean? We're going to skiing, my friend. All right. <laughs> now we're going to share this passion of skiing, and obviously we've been inside a building for three weeks of shows and trade shows and sitting on our feet, and we're all pretty cooked. But now the game begins, and now we're fired up because – once we know this product gets on the hill at Copper tomorrow morning at 8, 30, or 9 o'clock in the morning, all the excitement we've been talking about for the past weeks of development, now it's game time. And it's really exciting to get on the Snow and show, our, show the, the industry and the world what this brand is going to do. So, super excited.
0: And we will be checking in with you from Copper tomorrow you as better. well. All Bring right, better. <laughs> <laughs> from SIA in Denver, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend.
1: I'm Ned Fulmer. And I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't. (laughs) (laughs) We talk to some experts.
1: We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to (laughs) go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. (laughs) Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST recommends.